Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fangs Out podcast brought to you by the wide world of wargaming. I am your host, Vincent Morgado. Joining me, as per the usual, Mr. Jeff Wilder. Hello, 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 everybody. And Mr. Drew Bishop Sai. Hello there, everybody. Hello, gentlemen. Uh, we're going to jump right into this day because we have some extremely weird results, and I just want to jump right in. I know I watched probably five games of the Polish Championships. Jeff, I think you said you missed the whole thing, and Drew mentioned no you caught a couple games. On. No idea what was going on at all. I watched the top 16. I saw someone posted on Fly Better, and I was like, whoa, this is the thing that happened. And as soon as it was like a – I don't even know how long the stream was, like four or six hours, I was like – I want to I want to play some X Wing. I can't play X Wing, but I can freaking watch it. And so I watched all of it except for the last match. And I'm sad what? I got spoiled on it. But who know. was streaming it? Uh, this was uh, Polska X Wing. I think this was Bartosz's stream, personal stream that he runs. Gotcha. Uh, anyway, so they had I think if I remember correctly, they started with about 109 guys, and they ended out with 95 because people, as they do, always drop. But I would argue that this is probably the most exciting final I've seen of X-Wing in, I mean, at least six months. Both lists uh, it, were pretty gross. They were awesome. There are, some, there are some monster lists lurking in here. And before we go into it, I think I just need to say, for all who do not know, Django Fett is probably the, the best thing that came out of, of Wave 8. And it's starting to not even be a close question. Because he was because instantly he's... competitive. He's and now, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, you finish. Finish. Go, please. I was gonna say when you combine the best ship in the game, like the arguably the best ship in the game, and a hundred percent the best medium ship chassis with an I six who also has passive mods. Yeah, I mean, I mean multiple passive mods, defensive and offensive. Yep. I mean, and even removing know. even removing the crew slot from Django, I don't think is gonna help. The, keep it not competitive right like you don't even really need the force no you really you you do not especially it's because icing you know, on the cake. because it's the, the the thing has just so access to so many builds and also a uh, an upgrade that kind of snuck past all of us false transponder codes probably one of the few illicit upgrades in this game that people either don't know about or didn't care about just having a built-in jam for the first time you get locked really does a lot for the fire spray in avoiding a lot of times that, you know, that single torpedo shot that ends up ripping three shields off. It's sad it doesn't stop a six dice Wolf Warrow at range one, but, you know. <laughs> um, to be fair, not many things stop a six dice Wolf Warrow shot. Also, this is also very true. Like, Fen <laughs> Rao eat your heart out, right? Like, you, for real. Um, that's that's the one thing in the game that Fen looks at and goes, nah, I'm not going to joust that. Nah, I'm yeah. good. Yep. Oh, um, that combo was super cool. I'm excited to talk about that. I didn't even so, know that was a thing. So let's talk about it. Uh, shout out to Starvald, uh, the overall champion of the event. He was sixth uh, coming out of Swiss and ended up winning it all with Janors with Thermal Detonators and the Moldy Crow. We're going to talk about the Falcon, about the Hawk and the Moldy Crow title going down, by the way. Wolfwaro, Jake Farrell, Stock, and then Dutch with the Dorsal, Ion Torps, R3, and Concussion Bombs. Now, people who are listening are not going to be really impressed with this list. Here's what you're not realizing. The first turn of every game, Starvald drops a Concussion Bomb on Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> so he yep. instantly takes a, a hit below the shields and is instantly a four die half arc uh with yeah, two of the best modders and rebels yeah yeah oh and by the way janors is there to give him a fifth die <laughs> yes there's five five dice at 180 range one to three oh, range is, two to three range six uh, six dice at range one yeah um and then dutch just what reloads so that he doesn't keep Yes, People he just reloads to stop dropping bombs. Bomb. That's it. True, yep. um, you said you, you caught the game against Django. That formation that he set up at the beginning, where it was almost like a phalanx, where you had Wolf at the back, Jan on one side, then Jake and uh, uh, Dutch staring out to the right. I looked at that and I went, there is no way you can approach this safely. There is not a direction that you can come from where you're not just going to get deleted or at least catch an eye on Torpedo. Oh yeah, for those who um, who didn't watch the game, the rocks were kind of in the um, scattered right and bottom. If we're if we're looking at the board, it's scattered right and bottom um, 
closest towards you looking at the board. Those are where the rocks were. And the engagement, as soon as he, you know, the, the uh, Starvald started up at the top left, kind of out in the open. And I was thinking to myself, man, okay, this list is going to go slow, right? It's Jan Wolfwaro. Jake is kind of the, the mini ace, but he's got to stay close to not get murdered by Django and yep. uh, Sunfak. And Sunfak and Django engaged him at the edge of the rocks. And that's exactly, I thought, where you didn't want to do that. And as 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 the game shows, he the two aces hit the, the, the four of them and just poof. Yeah. And it was, everyone was, you know, it, hindsight's twenty twenty, And you could argue that, uh, who, who was it? Was it Lucas? Yeah, yes. you, could, you could argue that Lucas really only made one real mistake in that game, which was not bumping on Wolf. But at the same time, he had no reason to assume that that spot in front of Wolf was even going to be open. So yep. I, yep. I, I, I think we all need to be, be cool about that. And he was tilted, by the way. I have, you know, it's, it's hard to tell when somebody loses it on TTS. But I mean, even unfortunately, even the announcers were like, "Oh, Lucas is not happy right now." Yeah, so like, and I, it was even it was even worse with so so Jeff, I got that wrong. I just I just looked. He did roll the evade on the on the three the three uh, was it three hits or four hits? I think it was, I four, was four and a crit. Four four and the crit. The crit was direct hit. Yep. And no, it was and he, and he already had shields gone or one shield left. I think either way, I believe he had one shield left immediately brought him down to one health and it was just like oh yeah. my god that's just oh. i think that was a 116 point oh jango fett that he brought to that game yep. 116 yep. points yeah which the thing that immediately strikes me is uh, 116 points is what boba fett was at at the height of boba fett something like that yeah Ooh, i didn't know that that's interesting that's just that's completely coincidental it's just interesting you fill those you fill up all those slots, <laughs> and it comes out to a lot of points. Yep. You know that that's actually really funny too. In the overlay for their tournament, they didn't have some of the cards. Oh god! And so they had to add. They had to add upgrades. To the really ghetto Ala Secura. It was kind of cool, actually. I was looking at. It, I was like, "Wait, how does he have all that stuff on him?" And then they mentioned it, and I was like, "Oh, okay, that's really cool, though." It was. It was sweet. I I loved it. I thought it was great. It was. They were such good games. Everyone. Yeah, they were. Blew so there were good a lot in. of nail biters. There were a lot yeah. of like two health and one health wins. Yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of, well, hang on. Let's let's finish talking about this rebelist. Then we'll get into Lucas's uh, to Alessandro, actually, a guy who came in second. Um, and then I want to talk about some of the other ones, but real quick, I want to talk about this, this Jan Wolf monstrosity of a sledgehammer that just kind of creeps around with a 360 arc and goes, you're either dodging Jan's front arc or you're dodging Dutch's ion torpedoes. You are not dodging all three of us. Why do you take ion torpedoes? That was my one Because it's cheap and it gives him a, he's effective at range three. I, right. Like in my, my roommate and I are learning this too. We're starting to run, um, broadside. Just broadside ion cannon R four, yeah, and it's really like those ships. They can, I mean, even the rebel Y wing can take a beating and still dish it too, right? Like you can't ignore that, especially with the lock, because if you get ioned, Jan and Wolfwaro are just gonna rip into you. Oh, you're right? if you get ioned in front of Jan or Wolfwaro, you are as close to dead as exists in this game. Yeah, like you're because yep. you're gonna take nine, you're gonna take ten dice, and you're probably gonna take ten double modded dice. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I, I, you know, listen, I've been on, as down on the, on the rebel Y wing probably as anybody, I still barely use it really only Dutch. I've used Horton a couple times just to try and see if he can be a secondary damage dealer, but you know, he, he just never performs even for as cheap as he is, unfortunately. Um, I mean, no, Dutch this list operate. Go Dutch ahead. Just gains value. The more dice you add to an attack, Dutch gains exactly. more value. Yeah. And Dutch. Dutch not only adds value the more dice you have, but the longer he lives, is it just gets more and more ridiculous. Even with a two die gun like Jake, uh, you're just you can't. You are never going to have as many defensive mods, or even remotely close to as many as like a rebel list like this. Passive defensive mods, either yeah, those they don't yeah. exist, right? Like you know, uh, Well, I mean, Boba's got a passive defense. I was gonna say not that they don't exist, but they Any, are anybody, so anybody with force, uh, yeah, Django exactly. has a passive defensive mod. Oh my uh, gosh! See, it's it's interesting to me that you guys um, you guys enjoyed these games so much because 
when I look at these lists, I I swear I'm seeing first edition lists. I, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that first edition was doing. Um, and, you know, five, six dice double modified every single round. That's oh. so rough. Uh, you know, I, I I hear that, Jeff. Here's the thing about the, about Starvald's list. If it runs, it, he very easily could have lost the game to Alessandro. That very easily could have gone against him very quickly. Because three X-Wings, Rose, and Finn, it's just a better Joust list. Not to mention, it's way tougher. T-70, I don't care if it's got two of the two pods, two of the little, you know, stupid transport pods in it. Three T-70s, they never die fast. They don't really need to spend their token on defense to avoid a serious hit, even at range three. And apart from the initiative difference, uh, this is an equivalent damage fight. They all have ways I mean, to modify their dice, too. Right? Like, Rose gets her ability. Finn has his ability to add dice. I I, way. I honestly think Jeff's this this Starball thing is just people not knowing how to attack it. Well, I wasn't because... just talking about that one. I was talking about the Alessandro's list as well. I was talking about Lukaj's list. Um, these are, I mean, this is some serious. This is some serious combo wing going on. Do you like it? Is is this something that you right? Because we well, hold on. We have Django pretty much everywhere, right? I, I gotta be honest. I I don't. I, I am not a fan of double modified dice every attack all the time. I'm not a fan I mean, of that. For 116 that. points, it's fair. It's definitely not broken. But the, but there's the thing though, Vince. Right? It's not just Django. It's not just Zam. It's like Jessica gets rerolls. Bastion gets rerolls if certain conditions are met. Uh, the Red Squadron is yeah, sure focused with no rerolls, but you also have well, he's got a roll. Right? Um, you've got Finn who can add focus results. You've got Rose who can reroll for whoever is in the attack arc of the ship yeah. that's attacking or defending. Yep. Right? Like it's. There's rerolls across the board. We got Han with rerolls. Wedge, of course, doesn't, right? But he's also Wedge has the defensive minus. Jake has the multiple actions, like I guess what I'm getting at is you can you can sort of tell first edition list when the list is um it is so beautifully architect architected, right? Arc built. Um these lists are are just there's there's really nothing wasted here at all it all it all works together it's all it's all strong it all works together it's all passive mods and double mods and and i mean it's they're clearly incredibly good lists it's just that they look to me like like where where first edition was i mean not at the very end but i'm starting to get I'm starting to get worried as people are coming up with these these combo builds. I mean, the, the Django build fills everything but what? The missile and the cannon? Because who needs the missile and the cannon? Yep. I mean, you just take Jamming Beam just because, right? But even then... Like, you would you never you would just... never take it because you have, a def- you have two defensive mods if you need them. That is also correct, yep. yep. I hear so, you, Jeff. Uh to me and this is probably you know like i like you said this is a for your you know this is your first edition ptsd kicking in um where and i come from a very different list building call it background when i see a whole list of like four or five pilots and their upgrades all do something i don't normally consider that a bad thing to me that's what a list like should be like you, you shouldn't have like I shouldn't have to like I'll, let's talk about Pierre's list real quick. Um, Wedge with crack shot, Jan with multi crow, Cassian with crack shot, and Leia, and then fucking and this is what I mean. And then you have a bandit squad. Like that's twenty two points that you know. Yes, he he had to fill a slot basically. That's that's you could argue that that's effective points because oh well I have a blocker and you know he can still do three dice with a foot you know. Four dice at range one with a focus token. But, like, honestly, you would rather put something in there that is going to be a more effective... Like, like I could almost make the argument, I would rather drop both crack shots and try to find a way to turn that bandit squad into Blount. 
Well, I mean, you could drop the Bandit Squad and give Wedge and Cassian protons, right? Uh, well, Cassian can't take torpedoes at all. Yeah, they lost that upgrade, Jeff, from going to one to two. Yeah, the U-Wings don't have torpedoes. Oh, my right. God, and if U-Wings Jen, 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 only, Jen only works with um, primary basic, attack. Primary attack, too. I just, you know, then you look down, like, you got Nicholas, uh, who came in eight, you know, who came in ninth and then eighth. Torkel, Justero, Tirani, Black Sun. That's not, you know, everything in that list does something. It's that's there's nothing on there that's like he's that guy he's not dripping with passive mods he's got an activated ability whatever the hell we're calling Zam's weird shit I mean and he still came in eighth with one of the best MOVs at the event so it's not like you know he didn't have a, a cakewalk to get there and his list is exactly what you're not talking about that's right yeah that's right it is exactly what I'm not talking about and the one above it Pierre's list is what I'm is basically what I'm not talking about. I'm talking about the list where where um, the pieces slot into certain places perfectly. Um, you've got, like you said, a concussion bomb to, to, to immediately take advantage of Wolfaro's ability, right? Well, we know concussion uh, bombs are probably not correctly priced or built, for that matter. Um, I, I just, it's it's... It's too many. It's too many mods. It wasn't the way Second Edition started out. It wasn't the what they said their design goals were for Second Edition. Now, granted, you can say that all that went by the wayside when they re- released Republic um, with all the passive mods, and I would not necessarily disagree with you. It's just, I, it's not the, it's not really the kind of X-wing that I was hoping that Second Edition would develop into. Well, hang on a second. Everything Starval did, you can do except for the concussion bomb as of uh, as of the beginning of second ed. For the price, he, well, pr- price fluctuates. Uh, you know, yeah. it's okay. Let's let's say you're right, Jeff. He drops thermal detonators on on Je- on Jan to make up for whatever you want to increase the price in concussion bombs. Okay, I mean, ion torpedoes were like six or eight points when the when the, if you really yeah, want to go down this that. rabbit hole. But even so, I do I do kind of agree with Jeff. It's it's a little scary. I did like a lot of the points changes that we just experienced, and I think we're seeing this. You know, we're seeing the things that have now dropped and can be fit together, right? Like I wouldn't have exactly. thought that you could fit Jess, Bastion, a Red Squadron, exactly. Finn, and Rose in a list, right? But it's, I do it, feel it, like with yes, go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, my apologies. With with just one more tweak to some of these ships, right? You know, we we see things. Where, um, and I know this is a bad example because no one freaking takes it, the fireball, right? The Initiative 5 um, Jaeger, Jaeger um, is cheaper than Kaz because Kaz is arguably, his ability is arguably better, but Kaz is lower initiative. I feel like with a lot of these ships, we're seeing more differentials. Like, So Jessica is way more expensive than Bastion or Red Squadron, right? With just a few more inner tweaks to some of those unique pilots i do feel like the game can be in a good place but i do kind of agree with jeff at the moment um it's really combo-y and it's it's pretty it's pretty nasty i I will have to default to you you know i will defer to your gentleman's greater knowledge of of past x-wing uh i didn't see anything i saw this weekend that i thought was particularly overpowered i mean yeah, there's always going to be the the Sunfac and Snare shenanigans, um, which is just—I mean, it's a dumb interaction that probably shouldn't have existed from the beginning, and they'll never be able to price it correctly. And hopefully, AMG does something about—I I don't just know tra- what you can do about it. Just just tractor beams in general. Uh, tractor beams probably yeah. have never been—you you could argue tractor beams have never been a good idea. Um, to, it's one thing to try to reduce somebody's defensive efficiency, which I'm okay with. But the ability to reposition somebody else is is pretty terrifyingly powerful in the engagement phase, which is the, probably the part that I dislike the most. So um, let me let me try again to to explain what I'm talking about because I'm not talking about something that is the end of first edition where it's clearly overpowered and you have to you have to fly one of three lists or you don't have any chance at all. What I'm talking about is that it is 
X-Wing 2nd Edition is starting again to remove all the variants. And that, I, I, that slope is where it gets it starts to get really nasty. And it's a it's it's almost inevitable because basically what happens is when there when there's a card that's that's good on average, but it's a card with variants, the top players won't play it. And this is the design team takes note of this, right? Um so so what they what they're doing with the, all the passive mods, all of these new passive mods things that they're coming out with are removing variants. And which, which edition, on this list would you say that that would would you say that qualifies? What's that? What I'm sorry. What this, this whole pick pick a card from the top eight list and tell me which one of those cards is that you know removing passive mods upgrade or removing variants upgrade. Um. Wolf Warrow with five dice focus target lock. But you have to build that, and two of the things that require it no, are a no, one die eight no, health wide wing. You know, I four You have to build it. You, it. It's an architecture okay. thing, and that was true in first edition too, right? The the Jumpmaster 5K in first edition was not broken until somebody built the list that broke it. If you flew a Jumpmaster 5K, just a single Jumpmaster 5K and a list, the, the ship was absolutely fine. There's always going to be, a, there's a level of architecture, right, involved in building a list that is, that removes variants. And that's, that's what the top players will always try to remove variants. And you can't blame them for it, but the designers said they wanted less they wanted more variants to remain in second edition x-wing and i'm starting to see that the it's it's an accelerating downhill slide toward no variants again that's what i'm saying it's it's not that these okay. you know it's not that they're overpowered especially when they're playing against each other it's not an overpowered thing it's uh it, it it's a thing where it's like you can't take a you can't take a decent list. You can't take four decent ships, put them in a list, and have any chance to win. And I, I think that that's I a shame. You refer to Nicholas God in eighth place. Or or right below him. I'm sorry I can't pronounce that gentleman's name, but Boardhawk and three Republic Y Wings with Protorps? I, th I, mean, I would think that that would fit your argument specifically. I mean, the <laughs> uh, no, there is the very. They there don't is have the, passive sets. I mean, they've got passive mods, right? Yeah, they have synchronized console to give them to give each other the locks. All but from they, a single well, wait, lock. Synchronized all. console only works if somebody has a lock. One of them has to get it. Yeah, one of them gets the lock, and everyone else gets it. And then you've got double modded shots. But that's not. Uh, anyway, I, mean, I don't. I don't want to torpedoes miss fairly reliably. I think you're. I think so. The difference. The difference here, and the question is, the variance on dice rolling is difference in the variance in action economy. What we're looking at is action economy with dice variance together. Almost all of these lists have it in some way, shape, or form, which is cool. Obviously, you have to build around it, but I do agree with Jeff. There, there is. It is becoming more and more and more and i don't nah, i mean we'll see how it goes i'm hoping amg can take a look at it especially tractor although i don't want to go down that rabbit hole well look track i mean he only made it to the top four and he lost to a four ship rebel list which is arguably what should be the hard counter to any two ship ace you know it, it just as likely he could have run into philip in eighth and pick, and picked up an eye you know uh an ion on Django and then gotten shredded by seven uh, by eight droids with TA-175. Like, there are counters to... I'm not seeing anything out here that I don't think can't be countered just by another generalist build. Um, it would have been interesting to see how uh, Starbald had done if he ran into Han, Han Wedge Jake. Because Jan doesn't make it through the first turn against that list. She's dead instantly. Or, or Dutch is probably dead instantly. Like, you pick off one of the parts of this before it has a chance to, you know, become fully operational... And 
you know, it's hard to argue that that list is broken. Um, Sean Farley down in fourth made it with what we, a lot of people would argue is not the optimized three ship first order aces, Von Reg, LeHughes, Kylo, by the way, extreme maneuvers, hilariously good. That card needs to go up in price or be initiative I, at least. I've been trying to build, I've been trying to look for a list to build it with it. Cause I really like it. I couldn't quite get it to work on the Actus. It's so good. I think it's, Ky- it's so good. On I, Kylo. Think, I, I think Kylo is the perfect, he's the perfect candidate for it. Yeah. I'm excited to put it on the table. Um, Timo Rabe, I, I feel like we need to make a special Timo Rabe consistency award for making another cut with two IGs. <laughs> he's at this point, like it's it's not a meme. It's just he's just better than other people with this list. Yeah, yeah it's it's interesting because um, this is uh, advanced sensors would usually be counterplay for. Um, counterplay for lists that want to get action economy but in this case there's no it's not anti-synergistic to action economy which is pretty nice in, in, technically I, I would i mean it's not only anti it's actually pro because he can pick up two calculates go into a red maneuver and he just picked up three mods yep i mean it's arguably four you know once you once you put in that auto blasters that a, an outflanking auto blaster shot can't be avoided um, Chrisiak uh, in 13th with four Kashyyyks and okay I want to talk about this because Jeff you did point this out and I want to give you full credit for that XX23s are a fucking problem oh yeah they I, were, cannot, I cannot believe how cheap they are I mean we talked about oh, this exactly. oh it's disgusting I didn't even know you could fit a fifth sh- I mean obviously you got the four the four ship Kashyyyk with, with AP5 I didn't think you'd be able to fit a bandit with that car with that garbage oh, on there a bandit's six points cheaper than AP5. <laughs> uh, AP5 is like, are, you I, like I could quote unquote well, argue. This has a bid too. It's four Kashyyyk defenders, a bandit with X323. Oh my, with thread tracers. Wow. Yep. Um, you've got, uh, I'm going to say Linus down there at 16th with uh, six scimitar squads with eye on everything. Um, <laughs> ion missiles, ion missiles, ion missiles, ion missiles, and then double ion torps. And two XX23s. Um, that's moderately terrifying. And six bomblet generators with fuses. Again, there's, you know, there's bombs coming up again. Um, where else? There's one other list. The one oh. that I really liked it on, and I think this is probably the best use of it. Uh, Philip uh, I, I, in eighth, fifth overall. Um, what is that? Is that seven? Yeah, seven uh, vulture droids, DGS forty-seven, and the tracer and the thread tracers, which proc and on focuses, calculate, and, and, and lock. Yeah, they're they're they're. It's just it's passive mods. It's double modifications, and for really really cheap. That I would argue, Jeff. Of anything you were talking about, that I see kind of becoming a thing. It's it's the S threads. I th- that's a serious thing that scares me um, because I can put it in a rebel list and have it be fairly like I will make you a motherfucker of a hard alpha strike list with thread tracers. I just don't want to anymore. You know, I've done that build. It's, you know, it works against some things on another things. It's going to just bounce off or they're going to snipe the guy carrying the 23s, especially, you know, the problem with, with Phillips build is that if you snipe, you you're going to have to dedicate, two or three shots to killing one of the vultures and then the other six are going to go <laughs> you fucked up and then they're going to ruin you mm-hmm. so i like that's a scary list to me yeah i mean the only reason we're not seeing it more is that you really only want to carry those on on two red dice ships um you don't want to give up a three red die attack to carry thread tracers correct there's another so- list that i didn't see here that um probably I, I thought i would honestly have seen but you know maybe it's just nobody runs it uh six m3 interceptors with sarasu has thread tracers and then there's three ion cannons and two tractor beams that list is if you've never run into that that list is scary you got the five inquisitors with foresight i i always thought foresight would be better than it was um Finally, somebody made a top eight using it. Yeah, uh, he had an interesting game where he ran into 
uh, Ayla, Anakin, Obi-Wan, and the Delta Seven. Um, oh, that was one of my favorite lists from the whole event, actually. It was Green Dragoon's list. Shout out to one of our best listeners. And um, let's just say it did not, you know, he made some positioning mistakes and against Auto Blaster R7 Anakin, you don't get to make a whole lot before those crits start landing on four health ships. Um, but he made it close. I'll give him that. He made it very close. Dude, can we talk about that for a second? That freaking 63-point Anakin build. <laughs> I, I have been... So my, my, my roommate plays Republic, and we've been testing it out. Oh my god, I don't think I've ever seen a ship one-shot so many things before. He will it's, melt you. It's he bonkers. You. It's ridiculous. Yep. Oh. Um, that's Jeff. With ours, I... I, I, I here's an, uh, This is another one that I think is probably more in the direction you're thinking of. That Anakin build with unblockable damage that isn't a bomb is scary. That's Marksmanship Auto Blaster R7 on maybe the most maneuverable ship in the game. He's gener- he's putting I saw him put two crits through on a on a inquisitor at range 3 through a cloud. There was nothing he could do. Or range 2 through a cloud. There was nothing he could do. It just automatically hit. Yeah. It's it was hysterical. Well, I mean, you know what the, the very definition of an automatic hit is, don't you? No, I don't. No variance. Like yep. I said, I. Yep. Well, it's even worse than that, Jeff, because it's not an automatic hit. It's it's automatic crits. Any, it's any yeah, hit yeah. It's automatically turned into a crit. Now, to be granted, to be fair, it's a limited resource. R seven is is quite limited and is not a cheap upgrade. Three charges. Yeah, three yep. charges, three no charges recharge, only. and it's like it's four or five points. It's three points. Uh, R7, these three, three points. It's yeah. it's it's ridiculously cheap. Is it three? Okay. Oh uh, yeah, three points. R seven eighty seven. Yep. All right, fair enough. I for some reason I'm, I got must have it confused with the with the Q seven. Um, who else is out here that I caught my eye? There was somebody running. Oh, here's where... another Dengar with ion torpedoes. Yeah, so I've never seen anyone run ion torpedoes before. So I'm, I I actually really did run ion torpedoes way back when when we were still having live events at Mountain View. Um, they always, uh, you run it the first time you run into something with three evades and you start salivating or three green dice and you start salivating. And then he goes, all right, here's three paint. Fuck you. Yeah. I, I mean, the thing about ion torpedoes is uh, obviously you're not running them for damage. You're running them to set up huge, yep. huge hits. Yeah. Yep. Um, huge plays. And if you succeed at that, at that uh, that clutch ion torpedo roll, and they are four dice. Yeah, yeah. Um, then then you've got to you know you have to get two hits through. But if you get two hits through on your four dice, then you've you've basically eradicated a ship. Which you know, um, I, I've never really gotten them to work. I've only used them in jank tank leagues and stuff like that, and and never. Yeah, really I've never gotten them to work. Sadly. So, uh, Drew, you may remember this. I think I played you. I played against you when I was running two E wings, Luke. I tried them on the E wings, and I was so excited. I'm like, "This is gonna be awesome!" And then it just it never fucking no. works. No. I mean, I think I think that was you were really new to the list, and I don't even remember what I was playing. But I remember an E wing died on like the first engagement, and Luke and the other E wing were nowhere near to be close enough to like do anything. And it was just like, "All right, that's Probably. it. Yep, we're done." But that was a long. That was that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. Um, I want to let's talk a little bit about the spread of lists here, just to go through the top eight, uh, which is a limited to be that that's a limited sample size, and it does get you know wider than when you go out to the sixteen. Um, three separatists, three rebels, one first order, one resistance. Rebellions are built on hope? Question mark. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. wow. I was about to mention that there's a lot of re- there's a lot of rebels in here. I'm, I'm kind of excited. I yeah, four. do I count five? There's four. four. There were there were four that made it the the top sixteen. There were also four people that made the top sixteen. Five, five separatists, three uh, two imperial, one republic, which was the badass running warthog and three Y wings. Shout out to that guy for making a hell of a run with Y wings. <laughs> um, Sean Farley had a monster run with Von Reg, Kylo Lee Hughes. That was God. Kylo's so fucking good. Uh, like, is Kylo the first order Boba? I used to call the. I don't know if I did. I told you guys this on the um, 
on the podcast, I used to call the silencer the tarantula because in 1.0 with advanced sensors and being able to boost and barrel roll before you reveal your dial, you could be at like range, like, like range six of a ship and then instantly be at range one of it next turn. Yeah. Well, and, and, and then just bow out. That's yep. the thing about Kylo with extreme maneuvers. You, you, you are never safe. You're, you're no. never safe. Nope. Look like he's leaving the fight, and you can be directly behind him. And the next round, he's got a shot on you. Yep. 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 Um, it, it's like it, that's. It's just. It's that you know that. It is a nasty combination with force and the and the chassis of the silencer. We are I very mean, lucky that Kylo only has two force. I'll put it that way. It's basically. I was just about to say, is it a better version of Rick? With Daredevil, it's basically a oh, force yeah. use with Daredevil. Right it's Daredevil. exactly what it is. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's crazy, dude. Kylo's been a monster, and like, and the funny thing is, is I don't think anybody. I, I haven't said Kylo is undercosted in a while because he's not going to change. Um, they're they're just never going to do it. They like where he is points wise, and yeah, I could argue. You, you could argue that he's fair. That with the rest of the meta, he's he's pretty much fair. He doesn't, I, he doesn't, I, he's not going to come down. He's not going to come down. I, I just think that the silencer is such a monster chassis, and that when you start op- that some of the upgrades that are going to come out that Kylo has access to, you're going to have to knock his points up a little bit just because of what he's going to be able to do, even against other I-5s against whom he does not have the bid. I mean, what are you expecting? Other stronger tech upgrades than like advanced optics or what i i think tech i think tech upgrades are almost inevitable they're gonna have to put out more stuff for first order and uh resistance eventually and those are the two you know those are the two factions that have the most access to the tech slot but better uh, than Kylo also, he's gonna pick up he, kylo's also gonna benefit from damn near anything you bring out in republic that isn't light side but if you're talking about that, though, you're talking about replacing force. Are we are we saying we think there's going to be a force ability that's better than extreme maneuvers for Kylo? Well, I, Jeff, I'm not a game designer, so I'm afraid I can't just pick one out of my head other than spend a force and you win, which is kind of half the game already. Um, <laughs> I didn't say I that. <laughs> for the record, I will complain about that one. <laughs> uh, you know, it's... it's. Uh, I, I got it. I got it. I, 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 if, if I, I'm sure if I played first order, I would cape as hard for Kylo as I have, if not harder as I, than I have for Luke Skywalker. You know what I'm I mean? So, I'm so sad that we didn't actually bring this up, Jeff, when we were talking about like the whole variance thing. I cannot tell you how funny it was watching Django and Sunfact play, or, or, uh, and Django gets shot, and then you see, you see him re-roll one of the green dice, and they're like, "Oh, wait a minute, did he roll the dice?" With it with with Lone Wolf, or wait, did he? Yeah, did he count, did he count Dooku? Was he using yes? Or, or or did he? Or did he? Or did he use Django's ability? Like it was just they, there were like four different answers to like how that one dice got rerolled. Exactly. It was super. It was super funny to watch. It was really cool though. But yeah, it was just like oh my gosh. Yeah, when I was putting the build together in in Yasby, I was like, well, this is. I mean, you got it. You got to hand it to somebody who can keep it all straight. Yeah, it's it's God knows without 10 games of it in a row, I would not be able to to hit the triggers I needed to hit with it. Yeah. Drew, you got anybody on this that you you really like? Anything you think we should talk about? Gotta be honest, man. I'm kind of rooting for Republic at this point. 17. Um, um, Oh, yeah. My roommate, Jedi Knight 7B. I know. I just, I just sent my friend that. I was like, dude, points, you poor bastard. Well, wait a minute. He had, you know what? He would have got in. He must have dropped. Oh, they did mention. They did mention that someone. Yeah, they did mention that someone made the 16 and dropped. That might have been him. No, I drew scroll up to the top. The dude who came in first dropped. Yeah, he dropped. Oh wow. But You're then right. Bjorn would have not known, they, or they couldn't get a hold of him because Tharlin made it in with uh, Whisper Vader Duchess, yeah. and he was 18th. Uh, wow. Talk about 20th, an old friend making a, a long-awaited return, Ketsu Tarok Forlom. I was just about to say, this is pretty cool. I have yeah. not – Forlom was so 
prevalent when 2.0 first came out. It's, it's just too much force. And he just dropped off the map. Yeah, it's too much force. Uh, the too many, he, the the stress of his his ability to pass stress is just so not as valuable anymore. Useless. Yeah. It's not useless, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but no, that was um twenty one and four tie brutes. That sure is four tie brutes with uh, ruthless shield upgrades and target target <laughs> shield upgrades. Wow, that's yeah. uh, that's thirty six health of three dice in any direction. Yeah. That's probably oh. as close as uh, Imperials will ever get to four U wings. That list right there. I want to talk actually about twenty three and about maybe me jumping off the bandwagon too early. You, uh, Vic. Uh, Vince, look at that strength of schedule for those uh, for Hornet with those four tie brutes. Yeah, that's I didn't. Did I make fun of it? No, no. I'm just saying he, yeah, he went he, through some. He he went through a wood chipper. Yep he he had a shot. I mean, he only missed the cut by 50 points. Like my man only missed it by five MOV and by 50 MOV in six games. Yeah. That's not far off. I know I've made fun of the Thai Brute, and I will continue to do so, by the way. Um, oh, I got I a new list. I think it's With a lot that, better yeah, as like a one part, as is one or two of them, than four of them. But, you know, I'm prepared to be wrong. I wish there was room for the for Lighten in there. For what? Uh, the one. Oh, that, Lighten Tree? Yeah. For yeah. The, for yeah. The, you know, the passive mods. Yep. 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 <laughs> uh. Yeah, if you wanted to go line abreast with your with your tie brutes, <laughs> if you wanted to red coat it up with your tie brutes, uh, no, but like, uh, can we honestly talk about this uh, about number twenty three there and about how I maybe jumped off the V wing bandwagon too early because it's oddball and contrail, which is exactly what I was. There's trying. a lot of there's a lot of people who aren't really into it, and I I'm I'm kind of torn. I think. Going back to what you asked me, Vince, is there anything that stands out to me? I'm really kind of rooting for Republic here. My roommate and I have been trying to build lists and, and, and have fun with it and build something that we think is competitive. It's and we're hard. Having tr- we're having trouble yeah. throwing stuff together, man. It's there's hard. A, there's a lot of good pieces, and they really don't fit well together. Like, you really Which have to fly weird in. because how many of them have bubble effects, right? Yep. Yep. That, 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 that each of them can't use. Right, or, like, or, or they like get them killed because they're so low health and they need their force. Exactly. Like it's like you could put Obi Lumi, Ayla, and Shakti on the board together, and you're gonna get like maybe two rounds of like this monster overpowered defensive lo- defensive wall of mods, and you're just gonna get picked off because one by one they're gonna roll three green blanks eventually. Yep. And it's. Uh, I will say, Jeff, if anything gives me hope for this for two for two not following one it's the change to the evade. Yeah, that's true. Like that's that's the biggest thing is like you cannot escape three green blanks anymore. If you do that, you die. It doesn't matter who rolls it. It doesn't matter almost what's hitting you. If you get hit with a decent shot on anything with three green dice and you roll three blanks, you are fucking giving up half points. It's almost automatic. Like I had that happen. I, I had played a game on Hexile two days uh, yesterday. Um, Ollie Pocknell watched me get scraped. That was fun. Um, I had, uh, you know, I had two of the two of the Tri Fighters in great position against Russian Von Reg, and all it took was two back to. And they had, by the way, I had access to an evaded two calculates. Mm. I used none of them on six on six green dice, straight blanks. I mean that's what that's the uh, that's the, the the physics engine for you on TTS. Well, I didn't want to thank you for saying it, so I didn't have to, buddy. I appreciate you. <laughs> exactly. I appreciate you bailing me out. Um, oh, that. Oh, hold on, Jeff, real quick. That too. Some of the players in this top cut. It's the first time I've ever seen people click and and scroll over the dice, and then the dice were sitting there, and then their facings were changing. Yeah. They yeah. were shifting. They were shifting the dice before they rolled. Yeah. And some of the announcers didn't quite understand what they were doing. As soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, crap. That's awesome. That's because they know, right? You could roll the dice and you could literally just see it go straight up in the air. Right up straight, and straight down. Straight down. So you said yep. the announcers were doing that? No, the they announcers didn't they understand. Didn't okay. They loosely didn't understand what was going on the first few times they saw it. So here's what's interesting about that. 
even if it doesn't work, the attempt to manipulate the dice is yep. cheating in X-Wing. Yep. The attempt to manipulate the dice is cheating in X-Wing, even if it doesn't work. It needs to be stopped. The, the TTS needs to go to a random number generator, and then the physics... The, the physics are faked to follow the random number generator rather than pretend like that the dice can can roll when people set the the, the lift to the minimum. Um, yep. Does it, do we know if it already does that? Because there was at least one or two rolls that I did see where the dice landed on like a blank, and as soon as it hit the ground, it would flip all the way around into a crit. And that so, was with like three dice being rolled. And they are dropping. I asked specifically at one point, and and the on Facebook and one of the groups, and the developer said no, it's physics. Got it. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. So not only does TTS a physics engine, Drew, TTS isn't a realistic depiction of physics. Right. Of course. Of course. I'm just. I just wanted to. I just wanted to double check because I, seeing it, it it did look a little strange to me, and I was like, oh, maybe there is like a randomizer in there, but there is not. Okay. Um. To be. Yep. Yep. I agree. I agree. It's. It's. I never thought I would miss Vassal Dice, Drew. <laughs> I, I, I love. I, I love specifically to make Jeff laugh. That's entirely I the reason it. I said that because I, I knew I would get it. <laughs> I love the. I love the rattle. The right of the dice, yeah. like quote unquote rolling. I, I love that sound. But let's like let's see who else. Um, Molfar right. running uh, running a list we've definitely seen before. Leia, <laughs> Luke, Jan. That's a bear. Can we go back and talk a, a little bit about the two V-wing list? The number twenty-three. Yeah, I, I find it interesting that Oddball's the one that made it in with Contrail. Contrail doesn't surprise me. I, I think it's so interesting. Oddball, the V-wing Oddball. works. The V-wing. I'm sorry. Oddball works in the V-wing a lot better than any other ship. And this is going to sound weird because the V-wing has a red one bank, and he's I five. That's why. I promise you that's why. Because hmm. if and I tried this with R2A6 so I could change my so I could modify my speed. The number of times that I changed into a one bank and just lit well, quote unquote lit somebody up with all three of my red dice. Look, man, it works. If you take R4P you know, R4P17, Besh, and uh I'm sorry, R2A6 and Besh, and you've got somebody there giving you green, you know, a green token, like shot either shock T or Plo Koon. Or a coordinating, you know, wolf or something like that. Oddball can play. Oddball can be a good slow roll and a good pursuit ship. I, he definitely is best in the in the V wing. He's so much better in a V wing than any other ship, despite still being average. Despite Trails, I cannot get that right, man. It's just it's a personal failing, not a player fail. I'm sure it's not a game failing. I just can't ever get his bearing to line up with somebody because nobody ever cuts away from him anymore. Yeah, well, I mean, in which case you're forcing people to fly differently, right? That's true. But yeah, nobody cuts, nobody will bank in front of Contrail, who's also banking. <laughs> it's like, God damn it, I want to use my ability. <laughs> and he, he's not strong enough to bounce to, to, to straight joust. It's a V1, right. he just popped. Right. I did notice that too with Django. Django Django's ability is based on the difficulty, difficulty. of the maneuver. Yeah. And I saw a lot of people flying in somewhat strange ways, and I realized it was because they were trying to deny Django his ability, mm-hmm. and and it and it worked against Django. And I was like, "Whoa, that's really that's like, oh, that's so cool!" Like he wow. actually he actually really does struggle against rebels specifically because of that that rule. Yeah, because they go rebels slow. They're tanky. Tank. Well, rebels love tanks. They're always doing blues. Yep. 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 It's, Rebels have two moves on the dial: something blue and something red. <laughs> you don't do wow. nothing else. Uh, but like Django is actually, and I, I'm kind of surprised that none of us picked up on it. Is like Django is clearly the best thing to come out in Wave Eight, and nobody said it. Well, so hold on. So here's the thing, right? So before Django dropped, I didn't really give a crap about him because of Boba Fett, right? Yeah. The the simple man. Being a simpler man than his dad, man makes his way in the galaxy, baby. Yep. Um. So then, so then Django, sorry, so then Fett lost the crew slot, and then Jeff goes, "Oh yeah, the same. It's almost the same build with Django. 
that Fett had, and it's the same cost as he was as Fett was before. I'm not surprised that Django's is going to be the terror in the night. Oh, and here's well, I, the, a little I, bit, albeit a little less so. Here's I the mean, he's, there's enough of them. Hang on, how many? One, two, three, four. I mean, there's four in the top sixteen. You can I mean, argue that, that numbers already. You here, can argue here. that Django's ability is better than Fett. But no, I like no, the rerolls on. No, I, I will. I will. No. Yep. That no. was that was my. I was just about to say. So <laughs> Drew, I love you. No. Here's the point to that. The um, Sun Fac at seventy one is the same as Fenrow at seventy one. <laughs> You're kidding me. It's the same list. It's, that's oh funny. My, that's actually, oh my god! It is, it is the exact same list. Oh. Uh, and and by the way, it's the same list, and Jan- or and Sunfact would absolutely mop the floor with Fenrau. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Just because of the turret. Just because of the turret. Not only not only the turret, the fact that it's like cool. Sunfact has will give you the initiative. Oh, okay. Well, we'll bump. Oh, hey, we get to shoot you. Like, yeah. well, it's. If you think about it, Drew, you have, you have it's it's more than that. Sunfac is so dangerously a perfect counter to to Fen Rao. It's actually he loses his bonus die at range one from the tractor token. He doesn't get Concordia because it's a turret, so he's yep. four health, three evade, no Concordia against five dice against four or five dice with a focus with a reroll. Yep, yep. It's 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 my it's my number one rule whenever I play the board game of uh, Operation. I ask if I can use Sunfac because the precision that the yeah. ship has is ridiculous. But then uh, look, we're you know we're already we're we're already starting to do it. We know how good Sunfac is against Aces, and then he runs into that bullshit that Starval brought, and he just gets deleted. Like he just <laughs> it's just he's like he's like cool. We 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 drop Jan on an asteroid. Oh god, there's four bombs. Run away. <laughs> it's like, oh, those are thermal detonators. Oh dear. Oh, I guess actually it was way. Real quick, Jeff, the thing we're referencing, Sunfat came in, rocked Jan, and then Wolf Laura was like, hey, take four dice at range two. Yeah. And, and, and Sunfat and Sunfat almost died. He he yeah. survived with one one yep. health. And yep. then instantly turned away. And the next turn, Django took six damage. Yeah, six seven damage, actually. No, it was and nine, it, wasn't it? Total, it was nine. He lost two shields before. Oh, did it? Okay. Because he had hull upgrade, yeah. Yeah, yeah, But yeah. it was still is just like, yeah, Sunfac is great against aces and really doesn't do well against massive swarms, which is interesting because I really wanted to see some of these games leading up to the top 16. There's a lot of two and three ship lists in here, and there's a boatload. There's like uh, two techno unions, five trade federation, six yeah. trade, trade federation, right? Like there's so much. Yeah. And, you know, to go back to something Jeff was talking about earlier, uh, this is way far back, and that's just because I'm looking at all the lists now. I hate to say it, or I, 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 no, I don't. Fuck that. I don't hate to say it. The T70 is still undercosted. Like, almost across the board. I mean, it's really good, but, it's you it's, know. it's It's a medium ship. It's a medium. They, they brought it down in cost two with the last yeah. change. Yeah. It's the, the, I, I think that the T70 been a is a fucking medium. Yeah. On yeah, a small base with heroic, <laughs> with access to heroic. Not to mention, pick a pilot in, in, in the T-70s who doesn't have a good pilot ability. I'll tell you the list. It's Joff C. Striker. That's the list. Every <laughs> single other ship in that list is playable. <laughs> You're not wrong. No, You're I'm not. I'm not wrong. And, and one of them now gets to – any one of them now you can pay to allow them to decloak. I mean, I guess it's basically just Poe. You can decloak. Let's not it's, let's not fuck around here. Oh, um, it's it's so good. It's like, so good. Think about it. Like I, and by the way, Alessandro isn't even bringing the one that I think is stupid underrated. Nini Shireen in this meta is incredible. She's seven health with an ability against anything higher in it than her to turn a blank into a focus on a three die gun. That's crazy. For 49 points, while you perform an attack, if the defender's initiative is higher, you may change one blank to a focus. On a three-die gun that also has access to heroic. Wow. Yeah. Right. She's a beast. 
and you know, like, and you are not going to kill her without putting three shots into her. I don't care what you're shooting at her. You are not. I I have her paired on a list right now that I adore with Bastion, Finn, and I think the other one I who's the fourth? I think I brought Zizi with Prockets for the fourth ship. Like I that list is a beast. I could like I could swap Zizi out for another T seventy, and it would be you know go ahead and joust me, bro. Like please do it. Not to mention all three of those ships can K turn and they'll still have mods. Which, by the way, I don't want to say that in front of Jeff. He's going to get mad again. Um, the T seventy is just so much better. Like, do you see any blue squads or red squads that are like in this entire thing? Uh, yeah. Red squadrons are at the top. They made the lit. They made their top two. No, no, no. I'm sorry. Red squad uh, veterans. I'm sorry. The rev. The T sixty five. Do you see any oh, T sixty five that aren't wedge? Rebel one, no. No, I mean right now. Right now, the only ones you'd really see would be. Uh... You'd see Cavern Angels, or you'd see Blue Squadrons, and you'd have five of them, or whatever. Yeah, that's uh, like I hate that I can't write a Rebel list that has two Blue Squads as just you know six dice with two Focus Tokens sitting out front, going you know as my almost a line breaker. Like I hate that I can't write a list around that. Everything in Rebels has to work together with everything else, or they cannot compete. Like you have to build like every rebelist almost has to almost has to be like the fucking Sistine Chapel or you get cut to pieces. It's yeah, it's true. has to be you know yeah. I, that's the faction though that's the faction identity that I that 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 attracted me in the first place and you know now I'm going over to Republic and I'm feeling terrible about it. I honestly am like I'm I'm having fun with X Wing again despite using TTS because there's three factions that I'm playing right now where all of my list building actually matters. And speaking of TTS, by the way, you guys still need to get with me. Oh, so I that, didn't take one. So that we can play some games. Yes. I'll, play, I'll do it with you, man. I I actually I really, you really like it. Yeah, just um, so, you know, the weekends, every weekend I have one day free and, uh, you know, I need to, I need to learn it. Otherwise it's going to be forever until I play X-Wing again. What is it like? It isn't the isn't the the Vassal tournament back up? I I've I've Vassal, seen some pings about it. The Vassal League is starting back up. I was actually giving some thought to to joining it. Um, now that I because I was thinking about it. Things are pretty good as far as Vassal. the The mod is really good, and things have been fixed and all that stuff. So I was really giving some thought to joining it. But in terms of competitive events streamed events and stuff like that it's all tts oh yeah it's, it's all tts and th that's I mean, it's all presentation you know better. unfortunately it's just all presentation yeah exactly um i'm gonna bring back our uh six rebel hawk award and i want uh, i want you guys to scroll through here for about 10 seconds and see who our who our man is gonna be this week gross i i don't like this by the way it's not a it's not a shitty list award it's a weird list award uh, I found mine. I pause it number 51. Slow on your sore. Do you want to pick ours and we'll go through them? We kind of expected that, didn't we? I don't know. I didn't expect this many blue squad anything with cluster missiles and concussion missiles. Yeah, I mean, I thought when I thought that, that was one of the things we talked about with Warthog. Keeping them alive so that they could actually use synchronized console. That's fair. I still, you know, I I like I just like the list a lot. You're right, and notice X twenty three thread chasers. That's nice. I'm I, I'm not surprised. Mm -hmm. um, Drew, you you pick? I do, I do. It was a uh, thirty four. Three Kashyyyk, de three Kashyyyk oh, defenders, yeah. and Alexander. <laughs> that was my uh, pick. Look, the most under. You know, actually, look, oh man, I I I'm mad that we only brought this up with thirty seconds left in the show. The ghost is gone. Yeah, I noticed that too. Actually, I was going to say something. That sucks. Uh, one just, of the coolest shit. I really like game. the simplicity of this list, and uh, the guy has the best name in the tournament. Let's just yes, he let's does. Give him props yes, for that. Sly, Sly, Slay, yeah. son. You slayed me. Do we think that's a real name, or is that a no? That's a TTS name. Okay, Sly, Slay, son. I'll bet any amount of money that's a TTS name. Are you sure that's not like a Star Wars like generator name? Well, the, here's the other problem. This is Poland, and I have no idea how they normally spell their names. 
This is probably uh, someone's name. Yeah, it's like, an awesome name. I love it. Just it's, like it's probably Sly is probably a nickname. That last name entirely looks realistic. Um, hey, um, uh, on the topic of Star Wars, but off the topic of X Wing, uh, if you guys haven't read the novel uh, Alphabet Squadron, um, I heard it's fantastic. I heard it's very, very good. It's really, really good. It's it's by the guy who did um, one of the Battlefront novels, the Inferno Squadron. Uh, no, not the Inferno Squadron novel. The um, can't remember who it was. The the Rebel side of things. Uh, but Alphabet Squadron is just phenomenal. He he has a style that is reminiscent of one of my favorite sci-fi authors, C.J. Shura. And uh, it's Alexander Freed is his name. And if you haven't read it yet, Alphabet Squadron, pick it up. It's it's really good. Did you guys catch any of the announcements at the Game Awards? I did, yeah. My wife and I, we watched the whole thing. Oh, God, I, I, I pity you. Um, <laughs> no, it was great. We love Disney, and it was it was freaking awesome. The Marvel stuff looks so good, and the Star Wars stuff, it was just like, oh, my yeah. God. Oh, yeah. my God. Oh, my God. We're talking about the new shows? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Ahsoka. Ahsoka, for me, was the number one announcement. That was just, yep. that, that's all I needed to hear. Ahsoka's dope, but nah, man. Rogue Squadron movie. Let me say it as, like, preach it from the stars, man. That is, all right. Here's I don't know what got theory. you guys. Oh. Does Go Squadron have different meanings to, like, different generations of, of, it's not, of Star Wars fans? It does. And, it, 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 and it's... Yeah. It's something entirely new. Um, I don't know if I'm spoiling anything, but no, I saw um, that thing. I saw it too, Drew. I saw it too. The uh, yeah, it takes place after Rise of Skywalker. Is that correct? No, that yeah, yeah. She made the announcement. It takes place after Rise of Skywalker with a new set of pilots. T85s. What? Uh, it could be T85s, which is also really cool. But it is going to be. It is Rogue Squadron, but it is something entirely that we haven't seen before, which is which is cool. It's just yeah, I know there were a lot of people who were like soon tier wedge like ah and and that we're not. It's not going to be that, but it might be just with new characters. Go ahead, Jeff. Uh, she's awesome. So she gets uh, Patty Jenkins is awesome. 100%. I have complete faith in Patty Jenkins. Yep. yep. Not only that, the dude who wrote the original Rogue Squadrons co-signed this. Oh, I shared that. I shared that photo. I'm super you know stoked. What was that, Jeff? Was that Stackpole? Yes, yeah. Stackpole. Yep. And when when the OG Battle uh, BattleTech and Rogue Squadron writer co-signs you, you got my vote, man. That's yeah. for me. He was mention... Oh yeah, that's true, dude. <laughs> Michael Stackpole wrote everything. <laughs> uh, the Cassian series looks like it's going to be dope. I'm down for any more uh, Diego Luna. He's fantastic, um, dude. It looks like they got so far on that, and with the Bad Batch, it, dude, the show almost looks done. There were so many scenes they showed in that in that preview. I was like, yeah. oh my god, they have like the whole they got the whole show ready to go already. That's crazy. I, you know, I I have to wonder about that with how much they've done with the clones. You know, it cannot be that hard to produce those episodes anymore. Like, they don't have to do mocap, really, because you've got how many hundreds of hours of, of animated clone movements. Really, all you're talking about is dialogue, and they have their helmets on half the time. But aren't we so, expecting... We're expecting a different anima, animation style, aren't we? Oh, it's it's dead-ass Clone Wars Season 7. Really? Okay. Yes. At least, unless I'm blind, it looks exactly the same. Um, I'm super excited about the Bad Batch. I, I have a feeling that they're not going to last very long as Imperial Stormtroopers. <laughs> I'm just guessing. Um, what else came? What else are we forgetting that got announced? The Lando series that'll be kind of dope. I mean, uh, that Lando is so dependent on uh, the acolyte. He's the entirely driven show. The uh, acolyte was announced. I, I, I oh, that one people are talking yeah. about it. I didn't get any kind of backstory on it. Um, it is, let me see if I can look it up real quick. It's about someone that survives Order 66 and starts dabbling in Dark Force powers as a, as a Jedi, I think. I didn't know there was dabbling. I thought it was one or the other. Well, let's see. Acolyte is a Star Wars television series, um, show will focus on the emergence of dark side powers in the, f oh, my bad. I'm so sorry. Everyone's going to yell at me for this. 
Um, the show will focus on the emergence of dark side powers in the final days of the High Republic era. Ooh, that's OG. That's old. That's old. Very, old. very old. Damn, that's basically before I even... That, that's the part of Star Wars that I quite literally know fuck all about. Uh, yeah, me too, me too. The High that's Republic tough. comic series does look kind of cool. I am excited for that. Are you excited for Cops, Star Wars style? Yes, I am. I am absolutely excited for <laughs> Rangers of the New Republic. I am entirely excited. Okay, you know why? Because it, it, if they just make it like that 80s cartoon Galaxy Rangers, I'll just be in love. It'll just be awesome. It's just more of what, what we get in the Mando episode where the guy's like, oh, maybe I'll let you off if you fix your tail light, right? Like, and then they leave. Like... <laughs> oh, man. You know, but it would it would be very – it would honestly be cool. And Because, look, the Western vibe is, I would say, art like 35 to 40% of what makes Star Wars what it is. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. And the Mandalorian is dead ass the Lone Ranger. It is just let's let's just be real. Uh, yeah. Well, if, uh, if, if, if you can get silver got exploded by nitroglycerin. What? If silver got exploded by nitroglycerin, right? Uh, all right, Jeff. You just pour pour cold water on it. Uh, I mean, it almost it almost happened in the. Well, I don't want to spoil the most recent episode, but I, that almost happened, I, right? Uh, like. Yeah, that's speaking that's actually true. Anyway, shout out to Burr for being one of the best guest stars ever. So speaking of spoilers of the most recent episode, let's not spoil it. But I made a joke in the Discord after on Friday. I said seismic charges need to go up in price. <laughs> and nobody got it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, Well, I will I will make I will explain why I why it worked that way. Because sound operates differently in atmosphere than it does in vacuum. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> that's that's my own, that's the argument I'm making, and I'm sticking to it. You, you you fight with me about it if you want to. Sound doesn't work at all in vacuum, so right. That's my point. It's there's it's it's. It's shockwave versus not only, you know, well, whatever. I made my argument. I'm not defending it. Um, that's what I'm sticking with. All I right, just, guys. I thought it was a funny joke. That's all. It, 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 it is. You are not the only person I saw make it, by the way. So people were like, so seismic charges do one damage in zero to one now? Is that what we're going with? Wow. <laughs> uh, which is like, yeah, because we really need fucking cascading seismic charges. That's a great I wanted idea. To, I wanted to see the TIE fighter shoot it and be like, yeah, we're going to blow it up. And then the shots didn't blow it up. And the bomb just goes straight through the tie and yeah. then blows up the other one. But, I, I, I mean, how, of course, you got to give the Jenga throwback. How cool is it to just hear the, the really loud bwom sound again? Wow. That's just, oh my God. How do they always kill it with the sound effects in Star Wars? They always come up with something like that. That OG effect is still just as, as unique because it only comes from one place. You know exactly what it is. There's never any question about what it like. It's they do that every time. And it, it's so impressive. All right. Uh, we will talk more about all of these shows probably on next week's episode, unless there's another tournament that we're forgetting about. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Gentlemen, sign off as you prefer. Yeah, have a good week. Have a good one. Uh, shout out again to Green Dragoon. Good run, buddy. I really liked your list. And shout out to Cali Toolman. All right, guys.